Hey everyone, welcome to the Deal Cinema podcast. This is Amartya Sinha. As a cinephile, I always thought that we often don't celebrate a lot of artists who don't work in the mainstream as much as we should, and also that not a lot was available about how they look at their art, their choices, and their freedom. So when the year started, we thought of going and shooting conversations with some of the most creative minds in our country. But all of us know how that ended up being. However, that didn't stop us, and like most of the world, we thought we'll go online. So here's a series of conversations with some of the most out-of-the-box Indian filmmakers, actors, editors, cinematographers, screenwriters, and critics, where we avoid the cliches, the rapid fires, and talk only about their art and cinema. Joining me today is uh, one of the best practitioners of the art of acting. Whether one looks at any kind of medium, he has been a part of some of the best films. Shows shorts across the world, uh, Mr. Adil Hussain. Uh, welcome, sir. Thank you so much for taking the time. It is such an honor to talk to you. How have you been? Good. Uh, thank you for inviting me, and uh, I am glad to be here. I always feel good to talk about and talk to people who are really interested in cinema. So you hardly get to do that. Yeah. Um, because most of the time the commerce play the most important role rather than the craft or the art of filmmaking or acting uh stardom takes over and commerce takes over you know the conversation so i'm very glad that we are talking about uh something else which is great thank you for inviting right thank you so much sir uh there's so much to talk to you about because the world or the most of us have been under lockdown You won the Best Actor award for your role in Pariksha at the Indo-German Film Week 2020. You shot for Bell Bottom, and of course, you were on Star Trek uh, Discovery season three, which all of us are watching. So, congratulations on everything. How have you, you. Uh, been dealing with this period? Uh, has it been any different for you? Plus, the travel across uh, so many places. Yeah, no, traveling happened uh, first time after lockdown was to, I mean. Uh, out of delhi was glasgow not even another city but to another country um it was a bit uh, strange traveling with all your gears and you know cover yourself and all that and all kinds of testing you know you one arrives in glasgow and they take you through uh, you know all sorts of tests and thankfully uh, that's there in place and strictly followed that we managed to shoot um otherwise the five months had been extremely reflective extremely introspective uh one has come to know about oneself even more because you had uh, one had been you know most of us had been living with you know oneself and 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 very close uh, close uh, relatives or loved ones that had been very interesting and when i say interesting is more than interesting you know interesting is not the word to describe it it's mostly uh revisiting your relationship which generally we take for granted and uh, especially people like me who travels a lot and very rarely home and 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 i ha- we have a 10 year old and uh, to sort of he has got his own mind and he you know he he has developed his personality so uh he argues uh, with logic and you have to come up with a stronger logic uh, in order to persuade him to do the things that we in our wisdom feel which is good for him right. and uh, of course uh, when we grew up 
uh, those things were not discussed at all. And we would get a slap and we will do it. <laughs> but now, <laughs> you know, there is no question of uh, physical assault. It's just that uh, you have to come up with stronger logic and uh, reasonable you know, uh, discussion rather than argument. So it is a learning process in terms of also uh, resource management. You know, you, right. once you know that you might not, you don't know when will your next uh, earning would come. Uh, so how much electricity you use, how much food we use, how much food we waste, how much water we use. Yeah. And, and also a fantastic usage of your inner mechanism to keep yourself joyous, mm. right. you know, right. and not fall from grace and dignity, right. not fall from self-esteem by behaving uh, uh, with irritation or frustration. So mm. if I call myself an actor, then I better have certain, uh, not control, but certain awareness of, about how I feel. Otherwise, how would I act? You know, right. because that's my business. Uh, that's my job. In order to uh, feel in a certain way, the drop of a hat when the director says action. So I better say action to myself and behave myself. <laughs> wow. So yeah, all kinds of things have come into light. So I'm right. very grateful to this particular uh, lockdown period. And also, it was heartwarming to see all kinds of beautiful things happen across the globe. You know, people had been communicating, playing music uh, in the in the terraces, and the dolphins have come to the canals in Venice, and wildlife and sort of come out came out once again. And at the same time, pretty disturbing seeing all kinds of. Uh, atrocious things across the globe and in India when, when I saw thousands and thousands of migrant laborers walking out of the cities and going home and in trains and that too government has charged them money and uh, people those who have been brought uh, you know uh, into the country uh, using aircrafts I don't know whether they were charged or not but there's this people those who live in our country uh, who are quite invisible even to us. Those, when I say us, means those who practice art. Right. You know, we don't see we see them, but we don't see them. Right. We don't see them much. Right. We don't talk about their stories in our narratives in our mm. films. Mm. Mm. So Pariksha, uh, as you said, Pariksha is a story of that right. uh, that uh, section of people. And that is a huge section of people, almost 60% of India is that. And hardly we get to see stories of these people. And we most of the time we make stories of, I don't know, all kinds of strange things. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very glad to be part of that. So, overall, it had been, as I said, very, very um, reflective, introspective. And uh, it, it brought in a lot of awareness about right about myself, about the, my relationship with my family and the society and the universe at large. Right. Well, that's, that's really um, inclusive. Um, 
I think uh, before we start talking about everything else, since we're on the topic of whatever you have been doing recently, um, when you were introduced to uh, the Star Trek cast, you said you were born in a town when newspaper used to come three days late, uh, three days late. <laughs> so, and here I am today, trying to cross boundaries and universes. You've talked about how you auditioned for the role, so I'm not going into that because people can find that. But uh, what stood out to me particularly was you saying that your character just wasn't another Indian or a Southeast Asian uh, character, and it uh, the uh, it as a whole being a very inclusive casting. How empowering is that for you as an actor? Because for the longest time, Indian actors uh, were used to a certain kind of roles in the West. <clears throat> you see. Um... Indian actors, Arab actors, uh, Russian actors—the Russians were always villains in Hollywood films, right. you know—and uh, Indian actors were there here and there, very rarely, if at all. Like, you know, uh, rarely you come across Indian characters. You know, now it is increasing, and uh, Arab actors are always made to become terrorists. So that's the sort of boxing that. The Hollywood films had done, but Star Trek, especially Star Trek, I think is extremely progressive in their uh, in their narratives, uh, uh, depiction of narrative, and what the thematically it is the most inclusive um, series because uh, not only human species they talk about any kind of species across the universe you know they're trying to bring things together they're trying to find a way out to live together in harmony in spite of having all sorts of diversity and animosity so uh, it is extremely progressive and uh, when i saw like a lot of people pointed it out that in the first episode uh, there there was hardly a white face in the first episode, at least, right. um, and some right wingers in America, you know, commented on that as well. How is it diverse? There is no white face. Mm -hmm. So someone said, but there were there were always white faces. <laughs> Only this one. So how can you even? Anyways, let's not go into that discussion. But uh, I also have another take on this. For simple, uh, like in. American society, Indians are slowly getting into the fabric of the society. You know, there were always doctors and engineers, and I'm talking about IT engineers, also engineers, and uh, in the politics slowly. You know, there's a governor, Indian governor, and there are economic advisor, Pachori, and Google chief, and Blah chief, and all sorts of characters are coming in. I mean, they, they are now uh, in the in the social consciousness, if I may say, you know, Indian characters. So, of course, they have to be now, so the progressive writers are including them. Black characters are, had been there since long. They have been brought as slaves and now, thankfully, uh, you know, now in a sense, you know, 50, 60 years ago, I mean, they were not allowed to, you know, sit in the same uh, restaurant. Uh, so were we in India by the Britishers 70 years ago. So uh, Indian characters are coming into their narrative because they see them more. And so this is a good time for uh, people from India, you know, to make inroads into the international scenario. When I say international, because they, they their production style, their quality of productions, their budgets and all that is meant 
for the entire world, not only for one society. You know, that it's not like when Indians make films, they make it for only Indians, which is great. But the same film can be made for the entire globe. If the Hong Kongers can make it, if the Chinese can make it, if the Japanese can make it, if the you know South Koreans can make it, if the narcos is made by South Americans and Israelis are making it, why can't Indians make films? Why would we would make ourselves poor by just imagining that India is the only market? Yeah. The world is the market, but you have to make films of that stature, that standard. Yeah. So my urge and my wish and my hope you know, is that the Indian writers, uh, writers are there. The only trouble is that the producers, the people, those who put in money in the film, they, are, they need to change their worldview. Mm. They need to give more money to the writers, engage mm. more people, more, you know, talented people and uh, write uh, scripts. That's the, that's the weakest uh, department in Indian film industry. Uh, is 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 the writing part of it, mm. you know? Because technically, we are very good mm. uh, talent. There is no question of uh, the lack of talent. We are extremely talented people. We have proved it. But the ecosystem, the people, you know, the the the, the where the money comes from, mm. they are still in a very archaic, uh, you know, mindset. I feel mm. they don't they don't look beyond uh, India. They should look beyond India because it can become really a soft power. Yeah. Now people say, no, Bollywood films are going on every year, but Bollywood films are not being watched by white people. Yeah. The Indians abroad, they diaspora watches Bollywood yeah. films. It, Hollywood is a soft power, not Bollywood. Yeah. Some people take fancy over yeah. some dance and all that. That is okay. Yeah. you know. But mostly uh, they don't. They laugh at Indian uh, films and they watch it. I'm not talking about all of it, but most right, of, of course, right. you know, there are certain films that are very well made, you know, right. for example, Dangal has gone, you know, and worked mm. and it worked mm. very well, right. at least in China, if not in America. Right. So uh, we have uh, enough scope still to, to not enough. I mean, uh, just the beginning, I'll say uh, what we have explored is drop in the ocean. Mm. We can do way better than mm. uh, what we are doing now. Right. Immensely better. Right. And I guess uh, we can see the change uh, now, probably. Um, uh, sir, also, you have always maintained that uh, you love acting and that you practice the craft of acting. An actor for you means uh, the one who does the action, nothing more than that. You have said that actors must have three qualities of water um, as well, which really stood out to me. I really want to know, as someone who has been practicing the art for so long, uh, uh, as someone who is very clear that he wants to be an artist since the beginning, when you started performing uh, in the Bihu uh, festival during uh, as a child, later on when you moved to uh, Guwahati to initially act in uh, local films there, then NSD, uh, and then London, and then coming back here and now working across the world. How has the definition of acting uh, changed for you over the years from when you started? Well, when I started, it was I had no definition. I thought that acting is the way that people had acted in films, you know, like Shatrughan Sinha Saab, Bachchan Saab, uh, Dharminder Ji, you right. know, they all, that is acting, which is not true. Right. 
<laughs> like even today <laughs> you know amongst friends we say oh come on don't act tell me the truth you know so <laughs> so that is the idea of acting that we all had that acting means it is larger than life it is larger than life for sure right you know like when kathakali actors act <laughs> it is larger than life but the truth behind makes one kathakali actor better than the other doing the same movement two kathakali actors one is better the other is you know not so good right you understand what i'm saying right right so truer you are better you are no matter what genre of acting you are doing even in nautanki or in bollywood films or in uh, jatra or in kathakali or bharatnatyam or kudiyattam it doesn't matter or in the hollywood style acting or french style acting or italian style acting or the scandinavian style of acting russians are extremely good most russian actors are fantastic because most when i say most russian actors i'm not talking about the ones that you normally see right i'm talking about the real russian films which are you know meaningful cinema they are fast fantastic actors because they're trained in uh, you know mostly trained in the stanislavskian system so uh, yes the definition of acting for me has changed over the years and realized that oh my god that acting is nothing but just doing an action now when i say action it does not mean a physical action only it is physical action but way more than that your thoughts your your words your being how you vibrate how what you radi- radiate you know from yourself uh, all of it is action all of it i call it action so it is the com- complex mechanism that each and every human being is you know a, a person is sitting down and uh, if you are your mother forget about uh, seeing you you know your mother would know you are not well even if you are thousands of kilometers away and she would call what happened to you son so she come to know now an actor's job is to do that that how is it possible for me the audience is not my mother the audience members are strangers maybe there could be some friends sitting there but i'm just saying generally they're strangers how is it possible for me to intensify my vibration emotional physical and all kinds of vibration my thoughts only those thoughts i will think which are supposed to be thought by the character not other thoughts which is the most difficult thing in the world to do not to think what do you what the uh, you know not to think the thoughts you want to think right. or to think the thoughts only what you want to think <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's what i mean so when i act i am more alive more aware more attentive more you know more focused more alert uh more concentrated more uh, fuller more wholesome because it demands it the, the acting uh, the the process of acting demands it so when i say acting means the the process of doing an action that's it so whether i do the action right here in front of you right now mm. or i do it which will be dictated by the given circumstances written by the writer mm. Mm. you know it doesn't matter the only thing which matters is that is that 
in given circumstances that means a circumstance written by a writer yeah. uh is more intense right because i don't have the luxury to say something which i don't mean hmm. unless hmm. it is deliberate right right so in everyday life i can say hello and i might not mean hello at all hmm. i have the luxury to do that i can hmm. be as unattentive as i want to be right and then so that means i live a truer life a fuller life a more wholesome wholesome life hmm. you know in hmm. while i am performing that's why i call that truer than life right right, right. because i live fully even <laughs> just now what i described uh so over the years it has changed and also there are other aspects to it the other aspect is that when you have sort of sought intensely to mm. find the answer why do i act mm. that question also had bothered the hell out of me for a long time you know uh, it bothered for me for like almost 6 7 years and i didn't act till i found it right uh from 1993 till 1999 i did not mm-hmm. uh, act i only trained and i kept asking me why do i act mm-hmm. is it because of the uh, you know praise that i get from the audience mm-hmm. is it for the money well i did not earn money in those days at all but i still acted i rehearsed mm-hmm. i did not act in front of the audience i right. but i worked on it so that means it is a the process of acting is for me and for everybody in a way whatever the person does doesn't matter like what you are doing right now is you interview you are we are having a conversation on acting it yes. is to break your boundaries right it is for me to break my boundaries that is mm. the embedded tendency in every human being mm. <coughs> that we want to be bigger and larger mm. not bigger in terms of status or anything in right. terms of awareness of course in terms of inclusion we would like to include more awareness within our within the radius my radius of awareness should become bigger that is everybody wants to do that without knowingly or unknowingly so acting for me is that to know myself more and more and more as i play different roles as i meet different great thinkers who has written the story which i hardly get to do these days because once i have done shakespeare and shaw and kalidasa and mm. you know ibsen and all these great writers when you read a script mm. uh, nowadays it is very you know you feel like what am i reading what am i doing mm. Mm. so uh, but still if you get a good better script whatever mm. and i has whichever script has found its way to me mm. amongst those whatever i choose i choose where i see more complexity more challenges that i don't know how to do this role so i do it in order to break my boundaries of awareness right so uh the question that you asked me the definition so definition mm. is if i put it in one sentence what you just mm. said mm. that a person who does an action mm. he is the actor of the action the process is acting well wow. as simple as that right and uh, but if we start talking about the it is the simple uh, explanation mm. but simplicity always include complexity otherwise right. it cannot be simple right. you know to, to do it simply is the most difficult thing to do mm. 
Um, so, yeah, I hope I have answered your question. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, from every aspect. And um, you kind of touched on the next question of mine as well, because um, you've said that you were questioning things at one point and you most probably yes. would have left acting. Could you yeah. please talk about the relationship of an actor between his given space and everyday life? When uh, what you are doing for the society became very important for you, which you have talked about, for which you even traveled and met your teacher to uh, see, I think in Pondicherry, if I'm not wrong, could you uh, please talk about this phase and why did it become so important to you after a, a certain point of time during the 90s, as you mentioned? Um, because, see, I was influenced by Stanislavski uh, as, a, as the, he's the father of modern acting. Right. Um, most of the actors in the world follow Stanislavski and different versions of Stanislavski system. And Lee Strasberg hmm. took it to Hollywood and he changed his way, you know, to suit the American psyche and American... Uh, films genre. Um, so Stanislavski asks you to ask this question of five W's, who, where, when, what, and why. <clears throat> so I thought if I answer, <coughs> excuse me, if I answer those, those five W's, I would act better. So then I wanted to ask if I answer this question in my life, if I ask the question, where have I come from? Where does Adil come from? Why is he here? Where am I going? <clears throat> or where am I? And when am I? So that those especially who am I? <laughs> then I uh, stumbled upon uh, with the help of my teacher uh, uh, books that okay read this one and you will find something. So Ramana Maharshi, <laughs> Ram Krishna Mahaprabhu, you know. Ramana Maharshi asked one question, who am I? This is my hand, this is my face, this is, these are my eyes, this is my nose. My nose, then who is this me who, 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 possesses, who possesses these things? And asking that question, he went into a cave. And it's not like thousands of years ago, like, you know, 100 years ago, maybe less than that. And uh, he went into a cave and they came back. And he found his answers and he started talking after six years. He stopped talking and he started saying a few words. So I was fascinated and mesmerized by the intensity of his seeking. Hmm. And uh, nobody else could answer those questions. Neither Freud, nor Marx, nor, uh, you know, modern philosophers, uh, Sartre, uh, hmm. nobody. Hmm. Only the Indian mystics could answer those questions. Wow. Nobody else did, you know. Mm. Uh, so, and then those mystics found, not that they are giving me bookish knowledge. They're giving me first-hand experiences. Mm. Bookish book do we have? You know, we have Gita had answered all possible questions that anybody can ever ask. Mahabharata is there. Yeah. But we call them Puranic mythology and all that. Mm. But these mystics who were born a few decades ago, uh, Sri Aurobindo, hmm. you know, 100 years ago in Assam, like Ajahn Fakir and Sri Shankar, these people have first-hand experience of uh, seeking uh, these answers so intensely. Hmm. So I thought, I have better things to do than acting. <laughs> <laughs> that is the reason I wanted to leave. Okay. 
you understand that right. what am i doing how am i contributing to the society yeah. am i just an egoistic bastard who loves to be praised and narcissist mm-hmm. you know and you know and whatever people you know oh, this actor is that what i'm doing so i fell from my self esteem thinking like that then i started writing about it how i came to the conclusion that acting is not good enough for me mm-hmm. i wrote few pages maybe i don't know 12 15 20 pages i forgot it was in 96 wow 95 i forgot and then i i wrote i read it so after i read it suddenly it clicked that oh all the questions that i asked all the answers that i'm seeking or i have gotten certain answers not final answers but it sort of cleared a bit of confusion mm-hmm. all that i got through my acting and theater right so that's my path that's the marg mm-hmm. my marg is abhinaya abhinaya marg right and uh, so then i should stick to it and i will find the answers that i need hmm. so then my acting teacher said good i i'm glad that you have finally found that and uh, and and then he said you continue with it and you will find the answers whenever you are ready for the answers because the answers could be extremely profound and you might not you will miss it you will miss the nuance of it you'll miss the subtle aspects of those answers the vessel has to be ready to receive the answer right similarly the vessel has to be ready to receive a character or the impulses of the character that one plays it's almost like a dream catcher those are so so fleeting the impulses are the best impulses are the humblest impulses the best impulses that you feel like doing things in the given circumstances created by the writer are the most gentle ones and we overlook them so we have to train not our eyes but our inner awareness to be able to feel the impulse in order to act upon it and the delay between the impulse and action the worse the actor you are so they say the cat thinks and jumps at the same time thinks of jumping and jumping at the jumps at the same time so better actor you become when your impulse of looking this way you felt and you looked there is no delay maybe a nanosecond at the most right so it is also the approach in acting which is also the approach in life wow so what do you feel like doing you do it you don't think mm. oh should i should i not mm. and face the consequences of your actions yeah. with gratitude with mm. humility because mm. you have chosen to do what you have done mm. nobody has asked you nobody has put a gun on your head to do it that i'm i'm choosing to talk to you choosing to talk to me nobody has put a gun on me that mm. not that you have emotionally blackmailed me right right so that means when after i finish speaking to you whatever happens with this podcast mm. will it will be i would take the consequences of that right. with gratitude mm. so i don't know if i have answered your question or not but i i feel that you asked me why i wanted to leave acting and uh, why uh, what i found after that and how i came back to it so right wow in short that there was so much of wisdom um and uh, this also reminds me of one instance where uh, you've talked about it as well where um 
you you got so engrossed in acting that you began to dissect your father's tears in um, your head to get better at your craft and how yeah. you thought immediately that you were deteriorating as a human to be a better actor and Correct. you also talked about that so how do you draw a line there when you are looking <laughs> at something like that and how yeah. important is being a good human being um to be a good actor eventually could you please talk about the correlation and how to draw that line right <clears throat> see uh, the word good human being has uh, uh it's got its disadvantage i think it would be better to say a truer human being right you know right. truer because the in india we talk about satyam uh, shivam sundaram so satya truth itself is you know uh, is god and god is beautiful and art is supposed to be the worship of beauty uh in 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 uh, and which is tangible so that people can see it and also inspire people to appreciate the beauty of life not only human life but life within life relationship with the life other lives all other lives including from viruses to you know nebulas and you know uh, galaxies uh, in between everything so uh, uh, to be to to have the ability to appreciate the beauty so truer human being is a better way to put it according to me of course well, again i don't like the way better but i'm saying truer what i believe in that <laughs> you need to be truer more right. more transparent to yourself right and uh, you know that this is what i really feel and and i want to do this um so in order to be a actor more sensitive more aware uh, there is a word called empathy empathy and empathy is the key for me if i i didn't know when i observed my dad what the the incident that you had you know i had spoke about in other interviews when i said that i started observing my dad like this you know my eyes were like that oh my god this old man is crying let me look at it then i did not did not know that i lacked empathy right so observing life must be there but with deep empathy if you are uh, if you if you practice deep empathy then you don't need to observe because you will you know you don't need to do it consciously that's you that's your first nature how you how the other person is feeling you will feel it to the there are examples i had been told by one of the disciples of the great actor you know to the great in a sense that such actors i don't think existed anywhere in the world uh, his name is amanur chakiar one of his disciples told me that when he used to go and see he's a kuriyattam actor you know kuriyattam is the oldest form of uh, puff classified performing art in yeah. in the world i would say is 6 7000 years old you know so he used to go and see his uh, friends who are ill and he will fall ill instantaneously the same disease 
and he had mastered the breath of dying he used to play either bali or sugriva who i don't know who killed who i forgot that he used to he knew how to breathe and stop his pulses you know so right. to that extent they have mastered the craft of acting which is right. truer not the acting acting that right. generally what is understood they must emphasize on that right. so then a uh, truer human being and you become an empath or have deep empathy for the others as i said others which would be anything not only mm-hmm. human beings but right. Right. everything you know mm-hmm. and then uh, you don't need to observe because you will not only observe you will embody mm-hmm. you will uh, become deeply engrossed in things which are happening around you you will not overlook them you will not diminish them you will not disrespect what is going on outside of you mm-hmm. in spite of the fact that you may completely disagree with the person uh, or the things or situation or ideology or an event you know or a country or a president you know like the results are coming in now some people are happy oh god he lost it or he is going to lose it in spite of having such differences you must have empathy right. empathy does not mean you agree mm-hmm. empathy means you understand emotionally deeply what is the story of the other person mm-hmm. and that is what an actor generally generates mm-hmm. by playing a role which is not a popular role not the hero even if you play the hero of course but i'm saying even if you not play the hero you're playing a you know gray character mm. still you generate empathy amongst the audience to for the for the role that you're playing so mm. it is important right. so that people do not become the appreciators or worshipers of black and white reality mm. but the shades and the hues hues of all colors that you will empathize with each and every human being on the earth and that's precisely is is uh, is is way more relevant than you know now than before now you know at this point of time that we hardly have the patience to listen to the other person we start arguing and shouting at each other in the family forget about with strangers <laughs> yeah yeah i think you had also said um that to play uh, hitler you have to be as large and uh, large hearted as uh, jesus yeah because hitler is a difficult one to accept no right 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 who so, has killed 6 million people hmm. and uh, how can you embrace him but you right. have to have the heart to do that true Yeah. sir uh, were you always uh, curious even before uh, becoming an actor and did the how has curiosity uh, helped you uh, in terms of uh, becoming a better artist because um, for example you were in hampi for 3 and 1/2 years experimenting with one emotion a week you did stand up uh, local theater uh, then you um, did a range of other things yeah, you went to um, london and nsd to study acting at a later point of time when you started pursuing acting academically and everything that you had done before was it a, a process of unlearning or did those experiences actually add up when even when you were um, 
studying acting uh, academically in india and then abroad it's a, quite a few questions there right, right. curiosity you started with right. um, i'll deal with that first because each and every human being not only human being each and every species which are mammals or otherwise born they are always curious right you're looking around what's going on you know <laughs> like who is this what that what is that why well you know everything sound all the five senses <laughs> whichever species has five senses yeah. or even not five senses have you seen a film recently i saw a film this one of the i think the most beautiful film or feature film yeah. uh, documentary called octopus my teacher it's on yeah. netflix right a person befriends an octopus can you believe it then the octopus and the person dances in the sea inside underwater you know Wow. It's a beautiful film. It's on Netflix. Okay. Please watch, and I'm highly out. recommending to everybody. Wow. I don't generally recommend you know films so strongly. So, nice. curiosity is, as I said, as a, an embedded tendency, you know. And to curiosity is the tool mm. through which we enlarge ourselves, which I spoke of before. Mm. Yeah. Curiosity is that tool. Is that mm. uh, the finer? a tool in order to experience yourself hmm. experience the other without the other there is no experience if there is no other there will be no experience at all right you will be imagine yourself just being like you're sitting and you're shut inside a box for hmm. since the time you're born hmm. and suddenly if someone opens that box hmm. you'll be like you know you see the sun and the moon and the trees you'll be overwhelmed hmm. right so there is no experience without the other right. at all right. you see the sunset and you feel in a certain way you see your mother you feel in a certain way you right. see your lover you feel in a certain way you right. see an ant you see a scorpio you see a snake you right. see the sky and the blue and the trees and the flowers and all things right. you see and you feel in a certain way unless there is the other there is no experience right unless you have evolved enough to experience within everything which is mm. which comes later right so curiosity is the tool that the offsprings use in order to experience life right. which is given by gifted by nature the the curiosity as well and life yourself mm. and the life around you this is right. a gift of the nature so as we grow old we start slowly look we become complacent and we become uh, most probably because of the way we are read you know with the education system we get and we stop looking at the tree which is right in front of you which is growing every day every day is a different tree but we don't see it every day your mom is growing your sister is growing your brother is growing but we don't see it unless you come back after 5 years and you say oh my god you have grown so much because the growth is so slow that's why you need finer eyes you need more curiosity in order to see that every day everything is growing nothing is the same you know change is the only constant as very very popularly it is said right everything is changing the universe is going away from each other you know the stars are flying off from the center and right. amazing speed right 
So nothing is the same. We are not in the space traveling on the planet Earth. We are not in the same place hmm. because the Earth is running, you know, hurtling around the sun and the sun is hurtling around the galaxy, galactic hmm. center. Hmm. And the galaxy itself is shifting. Right. So how we are not even in the same place. Hmm. We are right. too small to see it, but we at least know it. Right. So intellectual knowledge is... Good, good only when you apply in your life and it becomes wisdom. Right. Wow. Otherwise, it's just knowledge. Knowledge mm. is 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 not good enough. Knowledge is okay, you know. Mm. But unless you practice what you have, what has touched you when you read something, mm. you practice it in life. You make sure that that has been true after practicing several times scientifically. Mm. That you practice this. Every day, suppose someone said you should sleep early, right. and uh, or you should wake up early, or mm. you should eat lighter in the night, or whatever. Mm. Someone you and it you felt like oh that makes sense. Mm. Practice it. Practice. 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 Statistically, when you found it to be true, that is scientific. Correct. Yeah. Right. So it is important to um, practice. I'm coming to the curiosity part. So once you're curious, you become aware. You be, so we grow up. We slowly start losing that curiosity. We start mm. stop seeing the changes, and mm. we start taking people for granted. The first day you meet the woman that you love or you mm. thought you like, mm. you're like, "Oh my God, look at mm. her! Look at this!" Then you get married, or you forget about marrying. You become, you know, you're two years old lover. You're three years old lovers. And then you slowly stop seeing the beauty that you saw in the beginning, and that is the worst thing that we can do to ourselves. Every day, you must find something to see. That we have to train ourselves in order to keep ourselves. See, we stop seeing because we are bombarded with thousands of thoughts right. in seconds, and the neuroscientist will tell you that. And we stop. We are not in the present. We are either in the past or in the future. So we stop seeing the present. We stop seeing. We think we know this person. We don't know. Right. So as soon as you think that you know, that means you're shutting off that person, and that person is stop revealing their truth, his truth, her truth to you. Right. Even if. If it is revealed, you will not see it. Right. So yes, curiosity is extremely important for the growth of a human being, and thus as an actor. Right. And for actors, it is more important because our job is to receive the world in its subtlest form, and to be and to equip ourselves to portray the world for the people. Those who are not actors, mm -hmm. those who are doing other important jobs in the society, don't think you are in a. Actors are in higher ground. Not at all. They are doing mm -hmm. their inner calling. Other people are doing their whatever they have to do. Yes. So, the later part of the thing that you have said that yes, and because of that curiosity, I started looking for things, looking for books, looking for teachers, mm -hmm. looking to give time to myself so that I can train my instrument in order to receive more, right. in order to make myself larger, mm. awareness-wise, mm. heart-wise, if I may use the 
new age jargon you know um but that is true though it sounds cliche but it is important so my uh, search for teachers books uh, spaces where i can look at myself uh, with in 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 a group of people those who are mad enough to come together to experiment day and night waking up at 4:30 sleep at you know 12 o'clock wake up at 4:30 for hours and hours and uh, weeks and weeks and months and years mm. in order to understand this instrument which right. is uh, you know which is the body is the most complex organism on the planet mm. uh sir uh, has is the curiosity that you talked about and also the process of getting to know more and obviously as you grow uh, older you probably get to l- apply a lot of things that you learned so another thing that you've always talked about is your process of acting as people often talk about changing from because you were taught a version of method acting at nsd in london then um, you were affected by uh, prothwowski uh, and you've said that um, now you allow the goddess of creativity <laughs> to get inside your mind and take over so i think a lot of aspiring actors will really want to know how that <laughs> over the years you see uh, the danger of talking in words or expressing in words has its limitations <laughs> uh, i read uh, somewhere in a in a, uh, a in a book it's a beautiful book um, where it's written that vikari vikari is the that you express through words mm. is the worst form of communication <laughs> but the best form of communication is silence mm. it's called parawani yeah. uh so if i talk about what i said goddess of creative i put it simply that way because people will interpret it interpret it in you know in any which way with their own imagination and uh, it has got certain uh, ambiguity about it and ambiguities are very important uh, so that it's not boxed you know right right, right. so uh, yes i had been trained but as i said that is it everything that we say should be taken with a pinch of salt because when i say i'm trained as a method actor method actor was method acting was invented or put together if not invented by uh, leestersberg unless leestersberg teaches you you are not learning method acting you are basically learning a version right. of method acting which the teacher has understood either by practicing method acting which is hardly any teacher who practices acting and teaches you and uh, you are very, you would be very lucky to have an uh, have an acting teacher who actually practices and teaches you right uh, i had a uh, good fortune of having three of them right uh, and students uh, do whenever you teach sorry there i know yeah no i had my teachers so that's the mm-hmm. reason i could manage to teach you know right. teach or whatever you call it you know mm-hmm. so um drotowski who is influenced me a lot because he is one person after stanislavski and maybe a few more as well but this person is sort of took over the stanislavskian system and 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 extended it to the point of metaphysics and uh, he took the bowls from india kathakali actors shamans from across the world and tried to understand the instrument of acting uh, is instrument uh, which is the body 
and the, and the, everything in the body, including what, how it works inside the, the the nerves and the heartbeat and everything and how emotions work and all that. Uh, so uh, when I say uh, now I leave it to the goddess of creativity, what I mean is that, of course, I'm already trained in those. So my instrument uh, is uh, in a way, uh, you know, um, comfortable, if I may put it that way, to understand the basics. Why, where, when, what and what. You read the script and you understand because you have seen life, observed life, pretty keenly and you know in from close quarters with empathy and uh, you have trained your body for years and the vessel is ready so now i do not decide how to do it i uh, allow my vessel my body to be played by the impulses which come while i'm doing it wow so that means the Indian way to put it that I make myself available for the goddess of creativity to take over. Right. right. Without, so there is no plan B. Right. So plan A is that you jump from the cliff without knowing whether you'll fly or you die, but you may end up flying if you're lucky. So since I don't have a plan B, that means there is nobody holding a net for me if I fall. Mm. Mm. So generally I manage to somehow fly like a dog, you know, <laughs> like, right, swim right. like a dog. And uh, yeah, so I would rather do that than plan and do some, which uh, something uh, in the name of acting, which I will not, I'll be bored mm-hmm. if I already know what to do. Cool. I, if I don't know what to do, then only there are surprises. And that, that makes me, uh, that, that keeps me on my toes, right. uh, literally. Uh, uh, not only physically, but ev- in every sense of the word. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Did you, did I manage yes, to? Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First. Uh, so another thing that I really want to talk to you about is uh, language and its role in an actor's life, because uh, you're someone who has worked across so many languages, uh, Assamese, Hindi, English, Bengali, Malayalam, Marathi, Tamil, French, and many, many more. So someone who struggled with uh, gender in the Hindi language initially, like which I can relate to being from Calcutta. Uh, but uh, how did you overcome uh, this barrier or was language a barrier at all as far as your craft was concerned? Or was yeah, it- yeah, yeah, huge barrier. As I said, you grew up in Kolkata. I grew up in, you know, in Assam and... Hmm. Uh, by virtue of uh, Hindi films, uh, Bachchan Saab and Shatugan Sina and Azhar Vinod Khanaji, and I learned to speak Hindi by watching them. Uh, but uh, gender-wise, uh, it's totally, I still don't know whether Kursi, Thi, Mez, Tha, I have no clue. Right. Because I read the script, I memorize it, and I remember it. Hmm. Um, so it was a barrier, even English, you know, that I can speak English now pretty okay. Uh, but I have got very limited vocabulary because I haven't studied literature. You know, I have, I have studied mystic literature uh, mostly and uh, literature of dramatic literature, but not literature, literature. Uh, I haven't studied poetry much, you know. So my vocabulary is pretty limited and I managed to sort of gather around words and express myself. So linguistically, I am I'm pretty weak in a way, though uh, I am... 
uh, I work hard in order to catch the sound of the language. Right. And in my experiential understanding, the meaning of the word lies in the sound of the word. Hmm. Because each word, till today, most probably nobody could tell you, all hmm. the experts in the world right. will, will be able to tell you how languages came about hmm. to the human uh, his, in, in human uh, history, you know, hmm. where, did it, where did it come from? How did people started forming words in order to describe a thing or an idea or an action? We, we, we don't know. So most probably um, in my imagination that, and I have experimented with it a lot, and that's how I felt and I value my feelings. And that's because I, 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 I uh, that's, that's the, that's the approach I have on acting that I felt like looking to the left. As I said, I look, mm. you know, I felt like doing this. I do it. Mm. I felt like saying the word, though it is written by somebody else. Then only I say the word. Right. So uh, feeling uh, while I had been practicing, especially Shakespeare, mm. Uh, I realized, someone told me that, you know, uh, sound is the key, vibration. Sound means vibration. So catch the vibration between the consonants and the vowels and the consonant. If it is one syllable, that means there's a consonant and a vowel. If it is a, you know, uh, one syllable, that could be, there has to be at least one syllable and a vowel. And there could be more consonants hmm. or, you know, but at least one consonant and one vowel. Yeah. And if there are two syllable words, there would be more consonants and more vowels. So now vowels and consonants mean that you say ah, and you, you, the, you stop the sound by your lips or by your teeth by, or using your tongue. So sound is coming from within. Ah, and you say um, ma. So we are stopping it. Ma. Hmm. So ma. Ma. Ar. Ma. Mother. Mad. Mother. So consonants and vowels, they create the uh, intellectual meaning of the sound, but the vowel carries the emotion right. of the word. So hmm. I experimented with it a lot and hours and hours, as I said, weeks and months. And then when I can feel the sound of the word, I then uh, almost feel the birth of the word when it was first spoken, the primordial meaning. Right. So the meaning of the word is in the sound of the word. So if I am uh, trained, as I said, by good teachers who had revealed and made me practice this kind of exercises. As I said, those are drills. You do it. You know, it's like dancing. You have to keep doing it and then slowly your body understands, oh, this is what it is. This is what it is. You feel it. And once you feel the truth, then you believe because that scientifically it is true. I have experimented with it ample number of times, umpteen number of times, and I found it to be true. So a word... We feel, we say it inside and you feel the meaning. 
then you let the word out right okay right so i'm good i'm good in a sense i'm better not good but i'm better than before right. with the sound of a language right do you get my point so i yeah. catch the sound and mm. i'm i i have trained also my ears to listen mm. and to feel so that's how i act managed to act in different languages but i would rather prefer to to act in the languages that i know because it's a lot of work and i don't get time to prepare right. yeah as someone uh, who works so prolifically across all mediums whether whoever wants to uh, call it whatever like with the indie space or um, the uh, commercial space or anything and as someone who teaches as well Uh, how hmm. important does switching off or taking a ba- break from the art uh, become for you and what do you do in a time like that i do not uh, i didn't get the first part of the question i did not get the first part of the question you broke right. up a little bit oh so sorry sir as someone who works so prolifically across so many mediums whether in the indie space the commercial space or even uh, in terms of teaching and traveling uh, uh with the film to various film festivals etc how important does switching off or taking a break right. come from right. you uh from the craft of acting and what do you do in a time like this i think it is uh more important than i can um i can understand right uh breaks are very important breaks are as important as the work itself uh to 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 revisit to revisit yourself to revisit and have a leisurely time leisure is very important and uh, yes there are certain demands of uh, maybe sometimes invented demands yeah. uh that oh you need to keep working otherwise you know people would forget you or you might not get work you might not have money and all that those are mostly invented <clears throat> uh, it's not true uh because uh, i have seen seen that not to be true mm. <laughs> and uh, so um but i realized that whenever i got a break like this five months mm. Mm. i felt i felt extremely replenished rejuvenated and i visited the basics i'm still visiting the basics of acting just to be here and talk to you it's mm. as simple as that you know right right without forgetting about any kind of characterization or anything just being adil mm. and with my adil's voice right actor adil's voice but adil's voice <laughs> let me talk mm. let me talk to you mm. as simply as possible right right this is fundamental to be able to say something truthfully to the other written by somebody else even if you have written it when you say it 20 times it becomes a line a text written by somebody else you know or you do something one action like suppose as a dancer you keep doing this first time we do you enjoy it second time 100 times when you do it it becomes repetitive how to bring in the freshness in that repetition when birju maharaj dances in his 70th in a year mm. he's doing the same steps mm. but now he does it with so much of uh, grace and beauty that we flock to the auditorium to watch him 
you know like i saw the last dance of a flamenco dancer in mm. spain and right. she was retiring it was magical mm. and she's done it for 50 years you know right. a movement mm. so similarly how do you do things the same thing as you as we said before that we stopped seeing the change when we lose curiosity same rule applies here as well mm. you do the things you do and yet you are rediscovering the same thing again oh this is the movement oh my god how beautiful it is as if you're doing it for the first time like a child yeah. that in the breaks you revisit your basics how to stand straight how to yeah. just breathe how to walk across the room without trying to do anything without right. trying to depict anything without trying to show anybody just mm. you are walking as adil from point a to point b mm. is the most mm. difficult thing to do <laughs> when somebody is observing you mm. similarly in quantum mechanics when a molecule is observed it behaves differently when it is observed when it is not observed it behaves differently so it is within our dna mm. you see what i mean right to be yourself completely and not mm. and and knowingly the truth mm. is that i know somebody is observing me mm. and yet you maintain your true self as if there is nobody right very difficult thing to do mm. the molecules don't do that <laughs> so you are going against the molecular structure the nature of the molecular structure <laughs> that's the roadblock that quantum mechanics have found if you, you should read uh, you should see this wonderful film called what the bleep down the rabbit hole wow okay yeah this is available on youtube you should watch it beautiful yeah. film uh very very uh, uh you know informative and it it is a dialogue between uh theologists uh physicists ne- neuroscientists and mathematician i guess it's a beautiful dialogue and it's also a feature film at the same time it's in between <clears throat> what the bleep down the rabbit hole so um leisure is as important as the work that you do Right. Well, and um sir um you recently addressed a session on mental health with CA uh, CASF jawans and um acting can also be uh, daunting um i guess because it can take you places once you are really um, into a character and especially if you are playing a negative character or a character which has certain dark shades uh how can uh, your mental health and uh, be affected by you getting over involved in acting or uh, a character and have you ever faced this problem uh, of going so far that it uh, took you so much time to recover from a certain character i have spoken about it before in few interviews i guess yes, yes i had been there <clears throat> i had been there without knowing how to come out oh in our training process uh, quite often uh we are taught somehow to get into the into the dark spaces crevices within you but uh, hardly uh, uh someone will tell you how to get out of it <clears throat> which is which can turn out to be pretty uh you know pretty harmful because emotions are very powerful things 
and you should not uh, mess with it at all, unless you know, <clears throat> unless you have a, you have someone who is looking over you who you trust completely. Uh, yes, I had gone through it, and uh, thankfully I had uh, great teachers, as I said, and who had uh, made sure that I practice um, uh, certain tools. Uh, created by them and created also, which are passed over from generations after generations, <clears throat> which helped me to consolidate, uh, to cultivate a space within, which is already there, but to discover the space, which is the most serene and tranquil and um, calm space within, which we all human beings have. You know. So to, first of all, to introduce oneself to that space, which is your truer self, rather, you know, and then you uh, you you establish yourself in that space. Yeah. You you consolidate consolidate that space. You fortify that space by practice and practice, and you find a roadmap, which is uh, and and a tool and and a, and a, and a magic word that okay. You know, mm. one, two, three, and out, like mm. the hypnotists. You know, the yeah. hypnosis that they do. Uh, you find a magic word, a magic uh, action, or a magic uh, or, or a breath that you breathe in, and you come to that amazing space that you have created, which you have mm. a very strong reference uh, and experience of it, and you know how to get into it, and. Staying in that space, anchoring yourself in that space, you can dive deep into the darknesses that you had been demanded uh, by the director because of the script is required. You know, the role is demanding you to visit those spaces. You can go. Uh, but as I said, our training process in India is uh, pretty uh, flimsy and uh, I dare to say shallow. Um, and uh, there are hardly any good acting teachers who are <clears throat> who who well, very few, very mm. few that I know of, and uh, maybe I don't know quite a few as well. But most of them I know. There are very few. Matlab, you can actually count in one finger, you know, one one palm, mm. uh, who would have the ability mm. to introduce you that space and you are safe enough yeah. unless you are safe you will be scared to go there so yeah. what you would basically do in order to play those darknesses you will go there yeah. some people fall there yeah. they fall yeah. and they don't know how to get out of it yeah. you know some people are pushed some people will push themselves some people might accidentally visit that and uh, and 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 one gets smeared and tainted by those spaces instead of cleansing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a very very uh, uncharted territory for mm. a lot of actors, and uh, I I am I am a witness of the consequences that they face. Right. Uh, that's why you would see a lot of uh, uh, abuses uh, mm. of uh, substance abuse, mm. uh, especially alcohol, right. you know. Um, and that is very sad uh, to see because, mm. Mm, because acting 
ideally should be able to uplift you mm. ideally should be able to uh you know you're supposed to be more aware of emotions than anybody else mm. because that's the business yeah. and 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 uh, i am why i'm hesitating to come up with a sentence which uh, which will you know encompass the entire mm. uh, entirety of what i'm trying to mm. say because it is very delicate The situation is delicate, mm. and uh, in spite of all that, we have great actors, you know. So, thank hats off to those people, those who are so brave that they go into the dark spaces right. and they do it, you know, mm. for their own benefit or for their, uh, you know, personal indulgence or money or doesn't matter what, but they mm. do it, still do it. So, I have deep empathy for all of them. Uh, and i love them you know but it is also sad to see when they suffer hmm. and i have met students from across the globe actually where they have suffered from a bad training that they were led into those darknesses but they were not led out so they were led out but they were tainted and smeared right certain things were left behind when they came out and it's very difficult to handle right i can imagine yeah. um sir also when uh, one looks at your filmography now there's a entire range of uh, work for all kinds of cinegoers from uh, regional movies uh, to commercial mm-hmm. movies to international films and shows uh, you've always uh, had a conscious effort to do a variety of roles um Were, was it not you you not getting the kind of work that you were looking for in um, india or uh, even in a particular um, uh, space in india that led you to look beyond uh, the possibilities that led to you doing so many films because and i say this at a time when i think you sp- uh, spoke about a new film that you did called lorni um for uh, i think which was shot in a very tight budget um and uh, which was very unique i didn't uh, admittedly i didn't know about the language before i heard of it uh, it was the first time i heard about the language so how how was it uh, for you to was it a conscious effort for you to do uh, that sort of thing or were you clear that you wanted to do good scripts no i think uh, i did not look out uh, uh how do i say it i had intense desire to act in different kinds of roles right that's it mm. rest happened i did not i don't have a scout or an agent who looks out for scripts for me mm-hmm. uh but i have as i said if you seek something intensely it happens wow. and it has happened to me so many times that if somebody says this is uh, uh this is stupid what you believe mm-hmm. in then i would say sorry i believe in science and science says that if you practice something mm-hmm. which is proven to be true 100 times then mm-hmm. it is true that is scientific mm-hmm. so for me it is absolutely experimented mm. and proven to be true mm. every time mm. so you know 100% proof several times so statistically i am mm. practicing science mm. um so i sought intensely to act in you know amazing scripts mm. uh i'm not saying i am being able to act in amazing script but am i am being able to act in different kinds of wonderful scripts mm. and it has happened that that when i my intensity of desire is strong 
and the scripts have come they yeah. found they found their way ways to me hmm. and uh, when i say me i'm i'm not saying me i'm saying just hmm. found this guy you know who wants to act <laughs> as simple hmm. as that hmm. you know and uh, yeah that's it nothing else wow. there was no plan i would like to act in hollywood i did not strategize strategize it i did i did not uh, i don't have uh, i didn't have agents i have an agent in hollywood now like right. two years ago you know mm-hmm. and most of the projects which had come from uh, auditions that she has sent i did not even audition for it because i didn't have time right uh and i auditioned for two projects uh, one was star trek the other one was uh, a film now i can maybe talk uh, i can't even talk it's a big budget blockbuster hollywood film i did not uh, i was not taken right. so um so that's that basically i i i sought uh, in my heart and mm. it happened so. right. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. sir in india people are always looking to put you in boxes like we sp- uh, spoke about a little while back but yeah. um, there there seems to be uh, even in general people now there's an awareness about box office numbers and uh, things like that and uh, people often say things like uh, he's an indie actor or she's an indie actor or a commercial actor or a character actor or a superstar or a serious actor and so on does this labeling bother you uh, at all how do you look at it as someone i'm sure who has been called so many things over the years i i it's a good question does it bother me it does bother me not because i am in the in this i'm i'm one of the actors it just bother me as a person right. uh, because it it diminishes the role of art in society right um because uh an actor is an actor mm. and uh why we talk about films that is a 100 crore film or 200 crore film or 500 crore in terms of how much it has earned right. you know and who is the star in the film mm. that bothers me because we are teaching the indian audience to worship few people and we are already a feudal society right and we talk about equality we talk about democracy mm. we talk about equality in our scriptures you mm. know in gita every human being is equally important right. every not only human beings mm. every living creatures including plants and trees and everything mm. and on the opposite side we talk about mm. worshiping right a certain few individuals mm. so what it does is that it it again reinforces mm. the idea of someone is superior to the other right art should be the leveler you know mm. art should bring people together and they should feel a sense of equality regardless of their intellectual uh, economical uh, uh, religious gender background you know mm. that is my problem right it's not that oh they don't call me they call me a character actor but mm. how does it matter it doesn't matter what the people call me you know what i believe is matters to me what do you think of me is your problem because it's your brain your thoughts i have no control over you and i am responsible for what i think of you mm. Mm. and my job 
as a practitioner of art mm. to think of you as equal right. so that's that my i get i should not even get bothered by it but it mm. it sort of makes me feel like ah i wish that that these were not to be these were not talked about in the public forum if mm. you believe in it fine but do not let the mass audience do not diminish the scope of art the role of art what it should ideally um, how it can help how much it can help to uplift mm. the society people those who have been uh, robbed of their dignity mm. uh, economically mm. robbed of their dignity because of the gender you know mm. robbed of their dignity because of third gender the 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 lgbtq plus communities or they had been not given you know the people those who are uh, below the poverty line and uh, the caste wise you know i we are supposed to bring them together okay. so if you practice yourself those mm. who make films mm. if we are not practicing the equality in our conversation in our vocabulary the way we talk about films the way we write about films the way we present ourselves in public view then i don't know who will do it that's why it bothers me right well and uh, sir um, i'd like to end by asking you um, a question about your work as a teacher you've always talked about how lucky you were to find great collaborators and uh, teachers in your initial days like you did even in this uh, <clears throat> uh is um primarily wanting to help the actors of tomorrow um or giving back uh what your teachers gave you the motivation uh, for you to start teaching acting and how has it been for you working with young actors well uh, as i keep saying that most of the things i've <clears throat> learned while i was trying to help the young actors you know right uh because you learn from your teachers and as i said i had the most generous teachers ever anybody can ever dream of i guess um in comparison to those teachers i have done nothing for uh, young actors yeah. so i feel that um i can do more yeah. and uh, uh, for young actors and that's that's what i'm trying to earn now time <laughs> right. you know i have to earn time not money but time uh in order to uh, not to bring uh, good news to the world that oh i have come to teach or anything but not to bring something uh, uh, you know uh, this acting skills on a platter and give it to people i'm not interested you have to seek hard and uh, you know you have to be also worthy of learning the craft uh, not the craft but learning you know in whatever because there is no one craft is so many every every actor is different in different ways one has to learn yeah. so yes i most probably am trying to earn that time in these few years and i would be probably uh have uh enough time in my hand in order to maybe write also about what i had gone through in all these years um and share most probably and also physically be present with uh, upcoming actors who are intensely seeking to 
not to become famous mm. or to earn only money uh, uh, then uh, i'm not interested uh, mm. at all to you uh, there's nothing wrong with becoming or trying to become famous or wanting to become famous but that that's not i i cannot help with that i don't know the craft of that mm. you know but other people there are people who know how to do it you can be trained to hire a peer missionary or be an instagram star i don't know what all people can do for it i am not interested in it and i don't know how to do it so if someone is wanting to dive deep into knowing the truth of oneself and uh, how to embody that and transform that into a physical vocal language in order for people to perceive it that's what i'm interested in yes wow on that note uh, thank you so much sir i know we can go on for hours but you have already taken a lot of time for us so thank you so much for taking the time it's been such an honor to talk to you uh, we are really Pleasure. excited Pleasure. to see everything that you do next and uh, we are really looking forward to footprints on water and i hope you enjoyed the conversation keep i did i did i did, out. I did very much i did a lovely wonderful questions i loved it thank you thank you so much sir thank you so much means a lot thank you for listening to the podcast if you like our podcast or have anything to say do reach out to us on the real cinema podcast on social media and don't forget to tune in next sunday where i'll be in conversation with the writer filmmaker atul sabarwal until then it's goodbye